On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about people who create content, whether it's gaming or other things, that we recommend to you. Who do we recommend? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse McClurk. Lead out with... Beto Esparza. Welcome to another episode of Third Party Control Podcast. The podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, all the video game news and topics that you really care about. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. Yes, it is summer, like I said before. Summertime, everything that you want here. We're going to take you in, bring you in, quick and dirty take you to a place that makes you squirty all that good shit (laughs) because it's summertime you want to get out there out into the real world you want to enjoy summer we want to enjoy summer and this week's dirty dirty dirtiness Bethel is we're going to be talking about some of the content creators people who we enjoy who we like and we're going to recommend to the audience because if you want to get more video game news and topics video game discussions I know that you want to hear us all the time talk about everything we're into but you know what we're recommending people that you should hear what they have to say or more importantly what you should watch them show you so that is this week's episode so let's get to that shit Beto who would you recommend to the audience a lot of people might know a lot of the ones I know because a lot of the ones that I'm going to mention because they're pretty popular Uh, but the first one Ben (laughs) Shapiro The first one that I uh, I thought of because he I always look forward to to us um, Super Eye Patch Wolf's videos. Mm-hmm. He makes uh, videos about pretty much ending, but mostly video games, anime, manga, wrestling stuff that he's made recently. Every one of them have been great. Mm-hmm. But I think my favorite video of uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf's is uh, um, the I forgot the it's called like the bizarre world of uh, fake martial arts or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That just because I I like I, I'm not I'm not a fighter. I took jujitsu for a little while and I'm not very good at it. But Beto kills someone and he had to stop. <laughs> but uh, what I hate a lot is people try to milk people's money for some shit that is not real. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, this this martial fake martial arts stuff is a. Uh, they talk about how like people can like control people with their minds and like fight them that way, uh, and it's all fucking bullshit. I just hate when people do that. Like the uh, mm-hmm. the, the uh, fool people, they trick people into uh, saying that they're gonna train them in this martial arts, but that doesn't fucking work. Uh, so even just like um, mediums, like he did a video on me. I was watching it the other day. He did a yeah. video on mediums too, mm-hmm. where just like uh, people supposedly talk uh, to people in the afterlife. Yeah, and uh, it's oh, all yeah. it's all fucking tricks, like <laughs> psychology tricks that they have to to uh, to fool people. They just uh, um, say these broad statements, and then the people latch onto like, oh yeah, that's that's true, and they fucking fall yeah. fall into those traps. Uh, so Super High Patch is definitely one of those guys that researches and does so much work on his videos that yeah. like, when he when he releases them it's fucking exciting when, yeah. when he when he, uh, when he came out with when he comes out with them especially when they're long videos like uh, like the wrestling one there was one wrestling one the most recent one that came out was like two hours long I was like holy shit and mm-hmm. it breezes by it's, it's such, a, such a good video what I like about him too because he's also someone I follow is the time he takes into his videos but it's also videos that you you know for sure and like most people 
either follow trends or follow what's going on or, or what's hot but he just does these videos like hey i really like wrestling so i'm going to talk about this specific thing yeah. and go into detail and like the importance of like because uh, of wrestling itself and how it is that they build the story yeah storytelling and wrestling yeah and i think he's done a lot of stuff whether it was the undertaker or roman reigns what i like about those is his videos are he does a great way of setting things up but i think for anyone who's like i don't get wrestling i don't know what it's about it's like you can throw any of those videos on and he explains that it's about telling a story it's about build up and some storylines reach 10 years yeah and there's like emotion and there's a story behind yeah. it and there's things like the ups and downs of everything but it, it's cool because i grew up around wrestling but i, I wouldn't call myself like a wrestling know-it-all i don't know what the term is like i know things because of like yeah yeah like i know things because of growing up with people like mm -hmm. ricky's you joe but i would also ask questions like oh what's going on or especially like going over to joe's house when uh super eye patch wolf did the roman reigns one there was a lot of shit where i was like i was at joe's house watching this joe <laughs> yeah. was playing this moment joe then joe was explaining it so it was cool to see that yeah but it was cool to like basically i always enjoy when like two people i i not personally know like i know joe and i watch the bright patches yeah. stuff like they're saying the exact same thing so yeah. both people know what's going on and i like when that happens like oh shit they, yeah, they yeah. connected without even knowing does that make sense yeah. like they connected without even knowing yeah they have like, like, like similar opinions or yeah. even just like uh, um explaining how how certain things uh go <clears> in, in in wrestling yeah so i don't know like like a lot of those videos or even his, like his discussions on video games or even animation yeah. animated anything like he talks about is really good he has a shit ton of followers i mean i'm, I'm pretty sure some of some people have heard of him but if you haven't check him out because he's fucking awesome yeah someone i like watching that i stumbled across her channel i think randomly because it was reviewing a certain game pelvic gaming called lady pelvic and she does a lot of reviews on rpgs japanese rpgs mm -hmm. so she really goes in depth on reviewing whether it's like a dragon quest final fantasy shin megami tensei and i'm impressed by her channel in general because not only is she thoughtful and really explains like story mechanics or the things she enjoys in the game but she does a good job of if she has a strong opinion on something, she kind of like doesn't make it like, hey, this is what sucks about it. And that if you like it, you're wrong. Like there was a Final Fantasy VIII review that she ended up doing. And she kind of like tore that game a new one. Like really like said like, this is not what's great about it. Like, I don't want to say great, but look, this is what I liked about it. And this is not what, what I didn't like about it. And it's not as strong as what came before or after. And me, I grew up with eight. I have my own personal connections to it, but the way she reviewed it, I went, you know what? You're not wrong. You are not wrong. <laughs> that is, that is it. Yeah. You're a hundred percent. I was like, I'm bored with everything. I still like the game. It's not like she said anything for me to go like, yeah, that game's a piece of garbage. And she wasn't even saying that stuff about the game being garbage or the game not being great, but she was just expressing and ex explaining what didn't work for an RPG. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I appreciated it. I, that was probably one of my favorite reviews she did because she didn't come at it. Because you always have those channels that are like, this game sucks because of this and your mom or whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah. It, 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 it wasn't attacking. It was just stating, to me, fact. That even I was just like, yeah, 
that part sucked. <laughs> you know, but I still like it. You yeah. know, and and like and she she came at it in a great way. Like it was just done really well. And she, you know, it's not only RPGs. Like she'll do like Breath of the Wild, or she like I think she already had done the Tears of the Kingdom and just talking about it because uh, Zelda is one of her other favorite series. Mm-hmm. So it's not solely based on just Japanese RPGs or just RPGs in general, but a good majority of her videos are that and other things too. But I think coming from a game space and like not the only person, but a channel dedicated to like RPGs that like I respect their opinion, especially if respect her opinion. So mm-hmm. if she's just like, hey, check this RPG out, I'll be like, I was like, oh, okay, cool, you know. So, or or you know, it's 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 okay sometimes when, for anyone, whether it's a friend, someone you watch a YouTube video on, like if you don't agree on something, that's fine. But I'm interested to find out what her opinion on on things are, and especially Final Fantasy VIII. I st- again, I still like Final Fantasy VIII, but I really agreed with a lot of what she did not like about it. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I didn't see it through that lens, but I could see why someone wouldn't enjoy that. Yeah. So, Pelvic Gaming, Lady Pelvic, I'd recommend that one. That one's a good one. She, uh, she does a great job. So, yeah. There's honestly this one. I started following him. I'll following him just because one video that I really enjoyed that he made is mm-hmm. some uh, somebody called Guile Winquote. There's a video called SNK's Most Unique Fighter, Buriki One, mm-hmm. and it's uh, I started following because he talks about a lot of fighting games. But Buriki One was a, a fighting game where the the it was a 3D fighting game. There was only in arcades in Japan. Mm-hmm. And it was a fight stick with only two buttons, but it was the fights. The actual stick was on the right side, buttons on the left side, and the you would just move forward and back with the buttons. And the fighting commands were with the stick. Oh! And there's like people that had like tournaments with it, uh, and then like trying to. I think he there's people that actually made like little little controllers or like uh, um, fight sticks for that game just specifically mm. for it. Uh, but it's it's a very unique looking game, and like it's like it's you never find that anywhere out here, especially since like uh, those parts. Maybe those parts are probably like difficult to find or fix. Uh, but um, Gawinko's one of those people that I just because of that one video I started following him. And mainly just fighting game uh, videos. He's he's I just checked right now. He has like forty some thousand followers. So it's just like oh, damn, I didn't think he had that that little. I thought he had more because like some of the videos, like I said, he uh, he just put a um, some. There's a lot of detail in it so it's just like he definitely does his uh his homework for them but that buriki one looks fucking dope that's why that's for the only reason i started following him and i enjoyed a, a lot of his other videos too so i recently not recently but for a few years i i uh purchased a sega saturn and modded a sega saturn and you know i would go on youtube and like okay what are the games i need to because i modded it having an ode an optical disc emulator so emulated the disc drive and so i was able to put like all these games on a memory card so i would look up stuff and like okay what games are great what games are awesome what should i download what should i put on there legally because i own everything (laughs) um and you know i'd stumble across people watch videos from you know people i've already followed but there was somebody that i ended up running into their channel is solely dedicated to reviewing every American release of a Sega Saturn title. So they already had a ton of Sega Saturn games reviewed already. So some reviews were like 10 minutes, some were 15 or whatever. So I would look and kind of watch a bit of a uh, of the reviews for Sega Saturn games. And one day I saw this review for Virtual Cop. Okay. And then it was like two hours or something. Yeah. Like... And I was like, 
two-hour review for <laughs> Virtual Cop? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? Kind, what? How, how can you review Virtual Cop for two hours? So I was just like, oh, let me check it out. And it starts off insanely good. It starts off with a, a man in prison and being interviewed. And they're, they're talking to him saying, hey, how, how do you feel about the Virtual Cop program? And he's just like, what's the Virtual Cop program? And it's basically them interviewing him saying that, like, now there's virtual cops that take the law into their own hands. And this is legit. A prisoner in, in prison being interviewed, I think, in, in Europe about vir a virtual cop, but not knowing it's a game. And yeah. him going, like, I think taking the law into your own hands as cops is a bad, you know, bad thing. And Sega got in trouble. Sega yeah. Europe got in trouble <laughs> for doing it. Yeah. And then and Pandemonium talked about, like, this was a commercial that was, I think, um, put out on radio waves in Europe and Sega got in trouble for it. <laughs> and, and it hooked me, right? Yeah. And I kept watching it and watching it. And you're thinking, wait, this is all just for Virtual Cop? No, it was Virtual Cop 1 and Virtual Cop 2, but even like everything from Japan and everything. Like like talking about Virtual Cop, how they, they, they made the arcade port and then they ported it to Sega Saturn. Like Sega Saturn is nowhere near going to be as powerful as the arcade port, but the things, the game, the, the developers who worked on it did to make it work on a Sega Saturn. And it actually had interviews from the team. He interviewed the team through like Skype, I'm sure, uh, with translators. And the team who worked on it haven't talked since they worked on that game. Oh, so shit. they got to like meet each other. And I, from that day, I was like, fucking subscribe. I, I just subscribed because. <laughs> yeah. There was so much, it was intriguing. I was like waiting. I watched purposely, like, okay, when does it get boring? Yeah. Right? Dude. They were talking about marketing. They were talking about E3 showings. They were talking about... I never got bored a fucking minute. <laughs> it was so good. And the interviews in between with the actual team that worked on it. Like, dude, how they were able to, like... You know, the Sega Saturn was not known for great 3D polygonal. And this is a 3D polygonal game. How yeah. did they get How did they get around it? How did they do that? And, like, the tricks they did and how it worked. Like, oh, I, if I remember correctly, like, there were bullet holes in the arcade version they could not put bullet holes so they had to remove bullet holes but they added some other stuff in or or whatever like all this shit like getting into detail and it wasn't boring for a minute and there was interviews and and when it came down to it watching the whole like almost two hour documentary on fucking virtual cop dude it made me appreciate how much thought and effort was put into it like my biggest problem is with a lot of these official you know, like Microsoft had a pretty good um, documentary about the life, like the start of, of, of the Microsoft Xbox and everything, but it had cheesy shit in it. And, and it, it was like discussions I had on here on the podcast where, you know, they did a what? There was, what was the other documentary? There was like a Netflix, like the video games that made us or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was produced so shitty. Yeah. And I remember having discussions with Joe about it. And look, Joe, me and Joe have our, our disagreements on things where he's like, what does it matter? And I'm like, dude, because it could be done more respectful. And, and and you know, some people are just like, oh, it's as good as it's going to be. It's like, no, it, it could be done better with respect and, like, actually put thought into it. Not, like, weird, like, they talk about this and then they have a little, you know, oh, Don Matrick needs to go talk to this guy. So they make a little yeah. animated cell character of a 3D bit. Like, it's very cheesy. It just, it, there's no thought put into it. And... Even in some documentaries, whether it's like Tetris or the game or Xbox or whatever, um, Xbox I was surprised because they really stuck to the actual history. weren't afraid to say like we fucked up Red Ring of Death, we fucked up with Xbox. I was like, oh wow, I was surprised. But other documentaries too, like the games we made us, it was just like, oh, and then this was done, 
in Shibuya, whatever, or like somewhere in Tokyo. I'm like, nope, that's wrong. It's not. It wasn't there. It was actually another. Like, I saw, like in in documentaries that are funded and paid for by Netflix or Amazon or whatever. It's like your information is wrong. I know for a fact that's wrong. They like there was no care. There was no thought put into it. Yeah. Someone on YouTube, Pandemonium. There was more thought effort put into it. Nobody would have put the effort that he put into that Virtual Cop uh, documentary. That is basically a documentary that he did. Mm. And nobody at Netflix or any of that would have gotten the original people to talk about the game. They wouldn't have cared. This is someone who probably didn't have a major budget, not compared to like Netflix or whatever. They actually put thought and like care into a documentary. Like what I'm basically saying is like Pandemonium, the Virtual Cop, docu- the like basically the documentary that he did on Virtual Cop was like there was effort, there was heart put into it. There was time put into it and you can tell that someone cared and it was intriguing it was interesting and done really well you know and these other ones that are like from corporations money's put into it they could care less about certain topics or certain things that to them isn't important but to me is important maybe there are stuff in the virtual cop thing that isn't important to know but i was intrigued i was interested i i, I think what bothers me is you can tell when there's someone who respects video games and and accepts it as an art form and then other people or like companies like, oh, it's just this is a kid thing. Let's make it all goofy and like a video game. It's like, you don't have to do it that way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Any of us wouldn't accept a not well done. And I'm pretty sure there are tons of them. But like, you will call out a shitty documentary when the Dodgers moved from Brooklyn to the Los, you know, Los Angeles and how all that stuff was made and kicking people out. Like, that type of documentary, you would... You would you would give shit to something that didn't perfectly like explain in detail about like what happened well, yeah. how people dealt with that and like just the history of the dodgers yeah. and we had like great documentaries on that yeah like you want that no one would accept like a, a low budget one and be like that sucks yeah but for a video game i think people just kind of poo-poo it because they think like oh it's just a kid thing yeah and to me what i think what i liked about pandemonium was it took it serious so yeah. I, I really enjoyed it and i think i showed you a bit a bit of that beginning yeah of it too and, yeah so, I don't know. To me, I, I just... I think the Virtual Cop one and all of his other ones, too, for the Sega Saturn are really good. So. Yeah. Especially having, like, the actual people, like, talking about them and their process of making the game. Yeah. To me, it's it's on par with, like, I want to learn about how, how it is with the Dodgers and how they came yeah, to yeah. be and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I care about that as much as I care about learning about how a game was made. Yeah. Muscles for me, I feel like I, I, I look forward to watching mm-hmm. his videos because uh, I every Saturday I'll get breakfast and I'll like I'll, I'll watch his video. Like, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, this is what happened videos. Uh, 
it comes out like at nine in the morning on, in our time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I enjoy watching his videos because like I, I love uh, with any subject really. I love seeing like behind the scenes stuff of how something's made or how fu- how even something that's successful sometimes how fucking crazy the background the back behind the scenes stuff can be. Um, and he goes he goes uh, um, into detail about what certain things that happen, especially like a, a really either bad video games or bad movies. Uh, it, he'll like dig up some either archive uh, interviews or he'll actually like talk to somebody that worked on this mm-hmm. that uh that project um so it's fun to see that like all the behind the scenes stuff of of uh, certain games that we love or hate or certain movies that we love or hate like the room when he talks about the movie the room uh, it's that's that's one of like the shittiest but, but <laughs> entertaining movies i've ever seen yeah uh so it's it's fun to see uh, those those kinds of videos uh, on on any subject really, whether it's mm-hmm. music or, or, or movies or video games, I I've always enjoyed stuff like that. So Mac McMuscles is definitely somebody that I, that I enjoy because he does that stuff. And a lot of like his videos are they're not the funniest, but when he has like his jokes, they'll get a chuckle out of me every time. Like they they don't fall flat. They're they're not hilarious. They're just like <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so I'd rather have that than something be boring. Or if you have like a big laugh, then just once. Yeah. His are like kind of scattered here and there but they're 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 entertaining yeah and I, I like a lot of is what happens because he has a great way of kind of telling you like how the industry thinks yeah and how the industry kind of goes through things like you think they would do this yeah, yeah but no and a lot of the times if it's another capcom one just like before they did the same thing again like the companies don't learn from their past mistakes because yeah. they never do anything wrong or they just assume like oh we'll just do this well we'll kind of like farm it out to this company or farm it out to these people like he just did one a few weeks ago on the dead island 2 game and that was interesting to see how many developers worked on it and how like engines change and like you know what happens when engines change (laughs) and like it fucks everything up and then like people are bidding to like okay we want to make it and this is our idea and then yeah you just learn all this stuff like they wanted to do this and hey we don't want to be as goofy want to be a little bit more serious so like that's not what we want it's like okay we part ways and then they made that that company that parted ways made dying light which became a huge hit yeah you know so it's it's all this crazy shit but you find out and you just i like how he kind of shows like yeah this is how the companies think yeah. you know and and who gets who gets fucked over the developers they yeah. mostly get closed out ea closes them out activision closes them out like it's the same you see a pattern yeah and it, i think it's good to see that pattern to know like yeah yeah this is what they do yeah. you know it's always fun seeing those and he he'll throw in like a simpsons rep- reference every every video because <laughs> it was the style at yeah. the time yeah. <laughs> yeah. but no matt has some great stuff and especially he has also has his flop house plays yeah like i was talking about earlier where he actually played the double dragon before and mm-hmm. played it a bit earlier play the massive amounts of double dragon he'll just play stuff too yeah. so yeah matt's chat matt mcmuscle's channel is really good yeah talking about super eyepatch wolf he'll have certain episodes where he talks about what he's been watching yeah and whether it's anime movies but and this most recent one that he did he ended up recommending a channel of a certain person they were talking about a game a horror game called rule of rose for ps2 so when he had mentioned it i was just like oh i'm gonna check this channel out because it looks like this person is into the horror games that person is tango mushi she only has about 11 videos but each one is fucking great <laughs> it's great she does a really good job a lot of it is horror 
like uh. it's a lot of horror video games so she talks about rule of rose i didn't watch the rule of rose one because that's one i want to play she does a really good job of going into the story going into the development going into the plot spoilers and then like how she felt about it which mm. i think every person you got to put a bit of yourself in it into it and i also that's what i love about seeing these these type of channels because tango mushi does a great job of like this is what i liked about it and then um especially like with clock tower she's talked about silent hill uh three and and two but one that that kind of sold me on on her on her channel because she had it i was like i want to play this game again because she was talking about it and i think some of the great channels that that make you go i want to play this game again is because they do a really good job a quick like 16 minute video on Ico and it was called yeah. uh, Ico the Forgotten PS2 Masterpiece yeah. and she was talking about it and I was just like yeah she's right like this is a fucking amazing yeah. amazing game and it made me like I was like yeah I want to play it again yeah, that's, that's one of those games that cause, because Shadow of the Colossus got uh, remastered I was, yeah. that, I was hoping that that would get made, remade too I was like fuck but hopefully I mean maybe in the future I don't think it will but yeah. I would love to for uh, for them to remake that game yeah. but her talking about that I was just like oh dude that was the one that sold me like I liked her clock tower one I was like oh this is really good but when I watched her Ico one I was like sold subscribe is she on Twitch yep because she ended up mentioning that she streams on Twitch I was like follow Twitch Twitter or whatever it's called now Twitter X. Or is Twitter, it called Twitter X or X? I don't know. Fuck, I, I haven't updated care. my shit because I don't want to see that fucking <laughs> that, that uh, logo on my shit. Yeah, she also did one on Haunting Ground, which it was a really good the one. Tony Hawk game? Uh, no, it's a horror game. Uh, <laughs> she did one on Haunting Ground, which I had recently played last year and and really enjoyed it. And and again, it's just one of those things like I liked just seeing her opinion on it and just the way she just structured her videos. Mm. Yeah, man. I think I don't. I think it's even with 11 episodes sometimes you watch like people you watch on youtube you'll see their early stuff and go kind of like uh it's not it's kind of it's kind of like not great in the beginning but they got better yeah uh i think she fucking nailed it right off the bat dude. that's cool dude. she she fucking did all her videos there hasn't well except for rule of rules because i haven't watched it yet because i do want to beat it first and i always try not to get like influenced by anything like I kind of started it, but I was like, "Oh fuck, I, gotta, I don't want to watch this, not yet, not until I beat it." But everything else uh, that she talked about, even she talked about like a, a horror game that she was just like, uh, I think it's called Night Cry. She was just like, "Yeah, no, I fucking hated it." She's like, "It's horrible." <laughs> so it's cool. I really liked her channel. That was a recommendation from Super Eye Patch Wolf, and it's probably one of my my favorite recommendations he's had. And she has a really good channel. Just eleven videos, but each one is a banger and i was really impressed on how solid her videos are i cannot wait to see more like i'm i'm hoping like her silent hill 2 one was just like a hundred things she liked about silent hill 2 so she hasn't done a deep dive i don't know if she's gonna do a deep dive but if she ever if i'm ever like opening up youtube and i see that she's doing a full-on silent hill 2 video i'm fucking grabbing my popcorn and watching dude because there's she, she does good shit, dude. I, I really I really liked it, man. I'm a fan of horror games, but I'll be honest, my early career was just Resident Evil. Yeah. And it wasn't till really diving in like five years ago, I was like, all right, I'm really going to get into Silent Hill 2. And then just like really getting engrossed in, in survival horror or horror games in general and just want as much as I can and just appreciate the ones that are done really well. Can't recommend it enough. Tango Mushi. For me, I think you introduced me to this. Uh, um, Corey Gaming. 
Yes. Um, yes, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 video, the first video that I saw was uh, and the analysis taunting and mind games. It just talks about people like talking shit during fighting games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was that was uh, um, it was cool just seeing like like uh, how 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 fucking with people during a fighting game can affect somebody else or even the, even affect the people that are that are fucking uh doing the, the shit talking but there's one video that they they did was the uh the miracle of pakistani tekken where uh they just talk about the the tekken scene in pakistan and uh how the the um just how 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 big it got and then you see some people like they don't even have like real fighting fight sticks or anything they just made their own fight sticks so Mm -hmm. they can so they can learn to play it so it's pretty cool seeing seeing um a fighting game be huge in somewhere where you wouldn't really expect it to be huge because i mean in mexico you got like king of fighters and stuff and then yeah and uh us i mean it's pretty much like everywhere else like street fighter mortal Kombat and stuff but like somewhere like pakistan which i mean i don't know much about pakistan but it seems like there wasn't really that much of, of a fighting game community until people started getting uh, uh, into Tekken. Yeah. And you're seeing uh, um, there are kids that like makeshift uh, cabinets that they make. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty it's pretty cool seeing um, seeing that scene somewhere somewhere as unique as, as Pakistan. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, that that's that was my like my favorite when i talk about these youtubers i'm, I'm gonna talk about my favorite videos of theirs because yeah, that's, yeah. that's what i recommend you watch because it was a it was a really good video it's a sh- pretty like, sh- like 10 15 minutes but yeah it was a good good video to watch see th- that's another channel too that breaks down fighting games yeah. whether it's tekken street fighter or even just like rage quitting or <laughs> yeah or or parrying or whatever mm-hmm. like it breaks down the fundamentals of things yeah. and kind of like dissects it and yeah. shit and like if you're into fighting games i think you get really invested and interested in finding yeah. out the mechanics of certain things yeah. or learning about certain things I, I forget what it's called in tekken where it's just the kind of like the uh the they, they, he, they made a whole video about this thing called the korean backdash the, where koreans figured out how to how to do a certain backdash in um tekken in, 7 in te- yeah i think it was tekken 7 mm-hmm. where they just uh, they move the stick in some way, and it can only be done on a stick too. I don't think you can do it on the controller. And I just figured out how to how to move quicker in the game, mm-hmm. and they just made like a, a whole video of that. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it sounds boring, but it's it's not. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> cool. Or button mashing too, yeah. like about the like how the, it doesn't the, really work. Yeah. It doesn't really work, and how it's it actually is against you and stuff. Yeah. But works in certain ways, and videos like this, like no one's gonna take the time to do that. And it, it it's these type of videos on YouTube that yeah. like I appreciate when they. They invest the time to make it because you don't know you want it until you get it. Korea Gaming is a good one yeah. if, you're, if you want to get more into to learning about fighting games or the fundamental mm-hmm. fighting games, especially learning about rollback netcode. Because yeah, I, yeah. I knew what kind of rollback yeah, netcode yeah. is, but they fucking broke it down. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. I get what rollback netcode is. And they get people from the community to talk about it. It sounds like we're saying Corey, Corey Gaming, but it's Core A Gaming. Yeah, Core, <laughs> you can look for C-O-R-E-A Gaming one person i enjoy uh they don't Corey gaming is one of them that like they don't do a ton of videos a lot but yeah. when they when they come out you're just like oh shit yeah. you know what's because they really take the time to do it mm-hmm. and i think for a lot of people covid kind of fucked a lot of shit up yeah. too so it like they didn't post stuff a lot but as time went on because of covid it took even longer this person's kind of in the same boat but when they come out with something i really enjoy uh Nagy jakey oh yeah Nicky Jakey has a lot of funny videos and and but like it's one of those ones and and you get this from a lot of the YouTube's like videos that I want to talk and discuss things that I want to talk about but he talks about 
there's just a lot of things he either talks about like speed running in games and he'll he'll make it fun he's known as the uh the yoga ball the yoga ball guy yeah um but i know him as nicky jakey but i like when he talks about certain things but probably one of my favorite videos of his i mean he has a lot of great ones again talking about speed running marketing in games uh when games crash like how like games come out busted he even did one on demo discs from pizza hut <laughs> and like the, the the enjoyment of demo discs yeah, like yeah. getting into a demo di- demo disc stuff yeah. it's like when you're hanging out with it's 1998 like he does a funny thing I, i'm probably butchering it but it's, like, it's 1998 you're with your friend billy in his car and he's just like hey you want to get some hot za it's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's just like no man let's get some let's get a uh, let's play some video games it's like we can't get a hot pizza and video games at the same time it's too much money hey at pizza Hut, you get a demo disc <laughs> not only does it have multiple games but you get to try out some of the hot stuff like he did it's, yeah. it's a really funny way he introduces it <laughs> and talks about demo discs and it like excited me like remembering how demo discs would be whether yeah. you got it at pizza hut yeah. or in a magazine or you or stole whatever. a magazine from the magazines at, at, uh, at Rite Aid. <laughs> that's what i would do all that's the time what just break the back of it and put in my shorts uh, like, <laughs> 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 i still have a couple of those too do you we gotta we yeah. gotta stream those dude <laughs> i had a i had a ton of demo discs and i let a friend borrow them and like high school uh, and then high school ended and they had it for a long and i'd never got them i wonder back. if they're expensive i'd like to buy some I, yeah <laughs> like um, what pisses me off is some of them were like early demos of like metal gear so that sucks oh. those anymore he has a lot of great videos he breaks down like the last of us uh, last of us 2 but one of my favorite videos that he did was one on red dead redemption 2 okay how rockstar has a problem in certain ways they do games and also his like disappointment with red red dead redemption 2 yeah because a lot of what he said in that video is are the problems i had with red dead redemption 2 i just couldn't not that i couldn't vocalize it but like i felt like i was the crazy one like everyone loved red dead 2 everyone's like oh it's great and i'm like there's a lot wrong with it like there's a lot that's good about it yeah and there's a lot that's wrong with it and i think red dead redemption 2 really showed me like how Rockstar is stuck in their ways when it comes to mission design. Do this, go here. Go like a lot of games, person. go follow this person, yeah. do that. And he kind of he kind of broke down a lot of shit that I thought was important and really explained negatives of Red Dead Redemption 2 and how like it's still like a beautiful game yeah. and all that stuff, but yeah. it, he really broke down like especially like what I was feeling in that game. And like Rockstar's problem with mission design now. Yeah. Where they chose you- to go a certain way and they've stuck with that way and they haven't even with Grand Theft Auto V, which we've had for the past thirteen years, still hasn't changed. And and that that video of Red Dead Redemption Two was the perfect video to explain why. Yeah. But yeah, Naked Jiggy has a lot of great videos. Not mm-hmm. not a tough a, a ton of stuff comes out, but when it does, like it, it they're really great, yeah. compelling. Especially a speedrun one is pretty fun. Yeah. Cause cause it was just like it doesn't go super detailed, but it just talks about like how awesome speedrunning is and how it kind of starts off and how there are people who fucking lied about speedruns and shit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but like how now like speedruns are cool because it's like games done quick and like how how games done quick was like just because people did fast i think it was quake was it quake or doom forget if i forget um but like how it started off there and then just became any game like speed running and how speed running comes out and like speed running at first you're like oh you're just gonna watch someone beat a game fast like that doesn't sound fun but like when you really watch it yeah when you see how the uh, it's like fucking cool dude like i like watching like games especially games i'm a fan of like dude you beat this in 30 how did you beat you know this in 30 minutes i watch a lot of like because i'm going through Mega Man games the original 
I'll always every time I finish it, I'll watch it and go like, how'd they do it? And I was like, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> that, there's no way. And I'm like, really? That's all it took? Fuck. You know, like so. It, it's it's cool. Uh, but uh, his channel is good. Nicky Jakey. We just mentioned one more. Yeah, yeah. What, the mentioned. very last one, cause I, uh, I feel like this this guy deserves it. I mean, he he's fucking huge. He's got a million followers, I'm sure. Gaming historian. Oh yeah. We didn't mention him. He's. I mean, we talk about him a lot, but mm-hmm. he, he that's someone who fucking dedicates himself, studies the shit out of even. It can just be like a um an accessory to a console, and this dude will make a, like a 20 minute video that's fucking entertaining and mm-hmm. talks about how the, the making of the this this uh um this peripheral for for a console. Um, so those are really fun. Like the this Mario Kart one that he came out with uh, a while back. But I think the my favorite one was the the Super Mario Bros. Three one when he talks about the making of that. Uh, um, when that when that came out, that was a, a great, uh, informative, and detailed uh, uh, video. Because he's mm-hmm. like every like I said, every one of those videos is, is like he takes time with it. Like he's you can tell like he's he he appreciates these games and he puts a lot of love into these these videos so yeah, yeah. he's somebody that i feel like even though i'm pretty sure a lot of listeners know who he is i feel that he 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 deserves more love <laughs> because he's, his videos are always great yeah no he's great like yeah it, everything he does is helpful knowledgeable and helps helped me especially when we were doing the whole when covid was happening uh-huh. and i had to do like a ton of research because we were doing the 35th anniversary of mario yeah i was like oh shit he has a video on mario too okay gotta gotta, <laughs> gotta get all the info you know yeah, and so yeah. it helped it helped with that yeah i mean when it comes down to it like all these people we talked about whether it's video games or other topics there's like passion put into it there's oh, yeah. work and there's dedication yeah and that's why i appreciate it that's why we are here to recommend shit because people with money, big wig companies, kind of half-ass it. Yeah, I remember you mentioning too that like, you, you wish like uh, they would hire a gaming historian to do uh, like a documentary on like for like Netflix because I feel like he's somebody, especially with money and like with help. I'm pretty sure he could fucking pull off like some really good, good, uh, yeah. good uh, content for any video game or mm-hmm. accessory. He, she should have done uh, the video games that made us. I'm not disagreeing with you there, <laughs> but yeah. That's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse McClurk Lita. The adopter of nicknames Beto P.S. Esparza. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. One of the main topics I had for today was uh, comparing hey. sizes. Yeah. And the one thing is, uh, is, this is on video, but I'll just tell you guys, Beto's is bigger. It's scary. Yeah, we're the exact same. <laughs> when we combine. Yeah. <laughs>